Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming and welcome back to Season Gaming Conversations. Uh, this is not really a review or anything along those lines, we're not going to give you any scores, but we are going to be talking about God of War. We'll let you know ahead of time that there will be spoiler talk, but we're saving it to the very end and we will give you a notice as to what it is when we get to it. Joined as usual by Ains and we have our guest back, Dan from Digital Hoarders. So we'll kind of be coming at it from three different angles and sharing our opinions on it. Did want to briefly start out with an introduction as to what we think of the overall game. Once again, we're not throwing scores out there, just our view on it. So uh, Ains, you're kind of not all the way through. If you want to kind of share where you are and what you think about it so far. Yeah, so I am, uh, I've got about 20, 25 hours somewhere into the game. So I've got a lot, but uh, as we've kind of joked before, I play extremely slow. And I know a lot of people say they play through games slowly, but I think I take it to a whole new level. Um, I tend to explore every corner of the game, and every time I get a new skill, I go back and re-explore every corner of the game. So um, I'm very much kind of the fine wine game player where, where I really enjoy a game. I'm going to play through it as slowly as possible. Um, up to this point, a couple things I really like about it. Um, obviously, the graphics go without saying. It's a, it's a really good-looking game. The sound design is excellent. I especially love the voice acting um, and some of the ambient sounds that you find around the environment, I think, are really well done. Um, the combat is visceral and brutal. You know, one of the things that was a concern for a lot of people when they saw this new style God of War is would the combat still be fun and, you know, action orientated and all those things. And uh, really liking that as well, though we'll talk a little, a few of the gripes I have around the skill system here in a little bit. Um, but I think the uh, the writing and the, uh, the story so far is really good as well. Um, it's it's quite obvious that this is uh, an attempt by Santa Monica Studios to steal some of the best things of different Sony first-party IPs. So there's a little bit of Uncharted in there. There's a lot of The Last of Us in there. Um, you can see influences from several of those kind of AAA franchises. Um, but that's, I think, to its benefit, right? That's not a bad thing. So um, I know we'll talk more about it, but those are... The the things immediately that kind of jump out that I, I've really liked about the game. Oh, and I, I one more thing is I really like the ability to explore. Uh, that's kind of up my alley. It feels a lot of ways, and, and Bert, I'm sure as a big fan, you may agree with this or not. Uh, it feels a lot of ways like uh, to, the new Tomb Raiders, Rise of the Tomb Raider, where you've got these kind of semi-open world areas and hubs, and you can kind of uh, explore all of them with uh, various collectibles and upgradable items and stuff. So I am enjoying that a lot as well. Cool. Dan, how about yourself? I, I know you are done with the game. Is that right? I am. Yeah. With just the uh, end game, I am at that point. Um, it is, I mean, I've, it is really kind of changed my view on, you know, what a game could be. Um, like you said, Ains, the combat is so visceral. Uh, it's super satisfying. You know, you get that you know, retraction of the, the axe back to your hand, you know, it's just like, whoop, and there it is. It's so, <laughs> so good every single time. It never gets old. You know, the it's gorgeous. It's, you know, it sounds great. I mean, the story for me um, as a father, you know, kind of seeing, you know, what happens throughout, it really kind of hits, you know, some personal notes. But, you know, it, it's it's just a really good game. I mean, and it's just very very high quality so yeah so i appreciate everybody uh, mentioning kind of the, the basics so me as far as i am i am about 
I guess around the 40 hour mark on this game. Um, funny enough, with us playing a lot of multiplayer together um, and other friends, I've had to only play multiplayer with friends and that's it. Other than that, I'm playing God of War and nothing else. Um, I have finished the game. I'm now going back and trying to pick up stuff that I missed before, but I love this game. Um, for people that didn't know or don't listen to our vidcast at all, um, I've played every single God of War quite a bit. Um, and even the most recent one, God of War 3, which was the remaster on the PlayStation 4. I played it again just to get ready for this one, and I love every aspect of it. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to spend exactly about 30 minutes with you, and we're going to go through kind of our pros, our cons, some gripes and things just to remember if you're playing it for the first time or haven't started it. And then, like I mentioned at the start, we're going to talk spoilers specifically about the story and what we think about where we are. We are going to stay to about where Ains is at in the story, so we're finishing Chapter 2 <laughs> uh, when we get to the spoilers, but uh, we'll once again give everybody a heads up. If you're listening just audio-wise, we'll let you know with a brief 10 seconds of silence. If you're watching video-wise, we will kind of flash something up saying spoilers are coming. So uh, we won't be showing you any gameplay if you're watching this on video with things that are in the future part of the game. So uh, Dan, I started with Ains earlier, but why don't you let us know some of your cons, some things that you think maybe could have been improved on or can still be improved on as uh, Ains and I kind of joke, there seems to be an update for this game almost every single day, so maybe they can every fix day. this with an update. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's weird. I mean, you just want to jump into the game, but you get it like, dang, I got an update. I got to wait five yeah. minutes for this to be finished. But Dan, why don't you tell us really briefly some cons or stuff that could be improved on? Man, that's 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 like the hardest part for me because there, there really wasn't a whole lot. I mean, everything that I would say would be like just little nitpicks. You know, I had a few stutters here and there. You know, I was playing in the resolution mode, so um, maybe that was the issue. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the upgrading abilities. It's it's confusing for me because I'm old, and <laughs> I kind of wanted something a little bit more standard, you know. But I, eventually, I understood, you know, what you know where it was going and how to upgrade everything, and you know which's better, you know. But then, you know, you you have a lot of unused, you know, experience points. You know, I think there's there's holes that can be filled for sure. But really, I mean, aside from those, which to me is a little bit nitpicking, there's some story elements too, but, you know, without going into anything, you know, it, it's 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 really reaching. I, I got really got to reach. So, you know, that's about all I got, I guess. Hey, it's about yourself. I'll, I'll finish off this one. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've actually been taking notes while I've been playing, funny enough. So I do have some gripes, and I think, to Dan's point, a lot of them are nitpicky. If I'm looking for actual big complaints with the game, they're few and far between. Um, a few of the small things I kind of noticed is, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, what I... Same thing that happened in Last of Us, where you have Atreus, and uh, there's a lot of like, you know, he has to jump up here, and then you have to move here, and then you have to move this to get to here, and just those little kind of filler segments um, that I don't know, they they don't really add too much to the game. It's just kind of moving around for the hell of moving around. Um, to Dan's point about the upgrade system, I am a hardcore RPG guy. I always loved RPGs, so the deeper, the better for me. And it's funny, Dan, because you mentioned, you know, you I think it sounded like anyway, you like like the pure action aspect of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I would be on the opposite end of the spectrum where I felt that the upgrades were shallow. <laughs> um, and that's just because of the games I enjoy. Um, I felt that, you know, to Dan's point, you have all these experience points. I think I texted you, Bert, yesterday and said, I, I'm what halfway through the game at 25 hours i have like 110,000 xp or something no not xp excuse me uh, hack silver and um i had like 12 or 15,000 xp and i'm looking through the skills and i'm like i don't 
I guess I can unlock these, but there's nothing I really care to use. Um, and to to continue on that point, the axe, to your point, is fantastic, right? Just throwing it and uh, retrieving it and playing with it is awesome. Um, but I, I love the shield combat as well. And uh, you can't upgrade the shield. So you can upgrade your axe and you can put runes in it and everything. But the shield is just a skin, basically, even though they have an entire skill tree dedicated to uh, shield combat, which I thought was kind of silly. So I would have liked if you could do the same thing with the shield that you could have done with the axe or something similar, you know. Um like I said, these aren't really huge complaints. You know, it's not affecting my enjoyment of playing the game. It's just things that, uh, you know, I felt I would point out. Um, there's also, you know, at least early on in the game, and, and you guys uh, can tell me if this changes a lot, but a lot of the enemies are like simple recolors, <laughs> which is kind of funny to me in 2018. You know, like I got to a new area and then there's the same enemies, just in a different color, um, which <laughs> happened a few times over again. You know, it's like the classic 8 and 16 bit design. Um, but again, uh, again, the combat's so satisfying. I don't. It doesn't really bother me. It's just just nitpicking at that point. I think. Um, but I don't know. I, I um, just to close out the the cons. I, I'm not fully through the game, so I don't know if anything's going to come up in the story that you know may annoy me. Right now, I'm really enjoying it. I, I like the relationship uh, with me and my boy. Um, <laughs> And uh, there was a chapter where Atreus was annoying me as a father. Dan, I don't know if you felt that. Like, he kept making, like, smart-ass comments back to me. And I'm like, boy, better yeah. watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the Kratos backhand would be back <laughs> in the house. <laughs> hit him, like, you know, four miles away. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, other, like I said, a lot of those are, are mine, relatively minor things. Overall, uh, it's uh, small gripes. Cool. Mine, um, as a person that's really into UI, so the user interface, if people aren't familiar with the acronym, but my biggest gripe with some of the menus, and this kind of falls back into the upgrading system, kind of, but me, it's the map. Um, the map is kind of lackluster altogether. Um, it gives you the top-down view of the top-down view <laughs> of the entire world, and if you are trying to narrow in on maybe finding loot, a chest, or one of the uh, difficult enemies, I don't want to ruin it for rains here, that you get towards to the end, when you come back in the end game and you're trying to use your map to navigate to that area, it's going to simply say, "Here's the point." and nothing else. So if you get into a specific area, it doesn't zoom in, it doesn't show any of that. It's still showing the top down of the whole world. So you really have to find your way with the map. And I've really found the map to look nice um, from seeing kind of each realm as you go into, but when you get into finding things, it's really hard to use. You have to rely more on your compass. So you, you drop a, uh, a point on wherever you're going to, you go back into the game, and then you are following that compass versus looking down on the map. So that was a big negative for me. Um, another thing is on the side missions, side quests, or whatever you want to call them, um, I wish they would show kind of a suggested level um, for those side missions. If you are the type of person that hunts every single side mission and you're um, maybe a level one or a level two and the side mission you're trying to get to is actually for level fives or sixes, you may be wasting your time there and vice versa. If you are already a level six and you are going back to do some of these missions and it's for like a level one, you might be wasting your time unless you're a completionist to maybe get that loot or armor or something that's falling in there. So I found that really kind of lame. Um, so if you're just completing everything, great, you're gonna do everything just cause, but if you're wanting to do it because you wanna gain something from it, game-wise, it's not really there. Yeah. Um, so don't interrupt you, Bert, sorry, but I, I just gotta echo your point there uh, because there's been several times me as an explorer where I was like level two, level three, and I'd go up an elevator to guys that's level sixes, level sevens, and they'd one hit me. You know, I'd walk up, I get smacked, I'm dead, and then have I'm back at the checkpoint without knowing even 
what I was walking into. So yeah, I've experienced that. Yeah, and you're playing on hard, so that level six, <laughs> yeah, level two, you know, one hit. I mean, you just even get you know farted on or something. You're dead. Oh, it was it was instant, full health yeah. with my shield up, and it was like you're dead. Yeah, All it doesn't right. make sense. Um, another thing on here is leveling some of the armors, and this is everything from your chest to your wrist armors. Sometimes it doesn't make sense because there's so many armors. And um, if you are, once again, the type of person that searches everything, um, leveling up that armor that you really loved doesn't make any sense because you're going to get a stronger one right around the corner in the next world or even the next section sometimes. So if you really love specific armors, don't hang on them too much because you're going to find another one that's going to give you a lot more XP, power, etc. Um, my last point, I feel like I'm going too long on this one, is the level pacing of the game. Um, the game starts out just amazing. You're really into it. It's it's at a very high. You get to the middle of the game and it just kind of plateaus and it just kind of moves along. And unless you're doing side missions with it, it can get kind of tedious and kind of repetitive to a certain extent. So I do recommend if you're playing it for the first time or haven't played it to pepper in some side missions and don't just try to go straight through because then you're going to get really bored with some of the repetitive nature of the game. Um, and then some parts just feel like you're kind of what Ain said, it feels like uncharted at some points because you're just kind of scaling walls and mountains and stuff. And then at other points, you're just backtracking a lot. So um, definitely mix in side missions. Those are small things. I like the Norse world, so I can't really complain too much from a story aspect, but um, those are some of the things that I found. I have a ton of other little things that I can nitpick at, but it's really hard for such an amazing game. Um, as that goes. So um, the next thing we're going to talk about are some things that we loved about the game. So Ains has touched on a few of them already, but Ains, why don't you give us some things that you just totally, absolutely are, you know, had your breath taken away from or something? Yeah, so there's there's quite a few. Um, so the presentation of the game uh, is one of the best, I think, in current gen or one of the best maybe ever. I mean, the the um, you can tell the time and the money and the you know care that was the game was built with. It's just everything is gorgeous. Everything looks to fit, you know, the scale of the world, uh, you know, speaking to like the world serpent is just it's really neat. And there's some over the top um, action scenes, again, very similar to Uncharted, where those choreographed and mocapped action scenes, you know, where you're fighting a dragon at one point, I'm not going to talk about any spoilers, but just the the scale of it um, is, I know, always a big focus for the God of War games, and I think, at least for me so far, I wasn't a huge God of War fan, uh, as we've talked about previously, but um, I think those are done incredibly well, and it just feels like, uh, you know, you're watching a big blockbuster movie at times, which is cool. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, as I said, I really enjoy the combat. It's addictive. Um, it is, you know, every time there's new enemies, I'm not kind of, and you said I'm playing on hard. I'm usually under leveled. Um, I'm not threatened. I'm more like bring it on. Uh, and I just kind of charge at them and, you know, throw everything together, um, at them. And it just feels when you, there's points, I know we've probably, uh, all felt this. There's points where you seem to hit all the right buttons in the right sequence to you know like take out three four five guys just in perfect sequence and it just feels uh, amazing when you do that it's just uh, that combat really is rewarding in that sense <clears throat> um gosh i could probably think of uh, a bunch more uh, I do like uh, at a high level, I uh, kind of complained about some of the skills, but I do like that you have the ability to play the game uh, or build your Kratos in a slightly different way. So it's got those light action role playing uh, game elements where, you know, I focus now more on kind of defense and vitality and I'm building some perks around um, being able to block and parry a lot, 
Whereas obviously if you wanted to, you could build them basically pure strength and just charging in and smashing everything. Uh, so I like that there's some variety there because um, I'm much more of a defensive player. I, you know, if I did martial arts, Aikido would be my thing. It's more about blocking and taking a defensive stand and then, uh, and then capitalizing. And I've always played games that way. And then lastly, um, like I said, I think I commented earlier, I think the one thing I really is making me um, just dump tons of time into the game is the kind of hub system and the collectibles. Uh, I am a, a nut over collectibles in video games. If you scatter things around the world, I am like, you know, I'm going to be the guy that's hunting around all over the place trying to find every one of them. Um, so as I get to every little new region and you can pull up the... Um, Little map marker, as you said, not the high-end map, but if you highlight area, you know, it tells you how many of each thing you have in that area, and I will just sit there and hunt. I texted Bert yesterday because I was at like 96% or something. I was missing one single thing in an area, and I was like, I've been here an hour, and I'm not leaving until I find this damn thing. So <laughs> um, I finally did, luckily. But uh, I like that because it just makes me explore more of the world. And because the world is built so uh, well and it's so gorgeous and there's, you know, it's just really fun to walk around it, that that just incentivizes me even more to kind of go and hunt, you know, hunt all over the place. So I like that as well. And I will uh, let someone else speak now. Dan, you're up. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> for me, the biggest thing, um, and I posted this on Twitter, and I could probably have posted it a hundred times is every time you think you hit that one holy shit moment in the game there's another one not that far behind it and it's over and over and over again and you know to your point bird about the having that kind of lull i think i needed that to bring my adrenaline down a little bit because there were times you know i'm 42 years old guys all right <laughs> my my gaming skills are not as good as they used to be so <laughs> everything even on normal has been like a challenge for me at times um <laughs> <laughs> but there's just times where you get this, you know, you hit this boss and you're just like, holy crap, that just happened. You know, I play God of War 3. That's the only one other one I play, the remastered version. And those battles seemed a lot more arcadey to me than the ones in this game because they flow so well. You know, and you've talked about Ains, I think, that just seamlessness and that one cut, you know, and it all just works. You know, and the other thing that I really, really love, not to get too long-winded, is Mimir. Because not oh, yeah. only is he hilarious at times, and he's got the best accent yeah, he does. ever. Yeah. I love it. Love it. And also, it breaks up that monotony of where you're just sitting there with your son, and he'll just kind of chirp in something really smart-ass or <laughs> whatever he says. And it's it just kind of breaks that up. And, you know, Kratos, you know, Reacts to him just like he reacts to Atreus. Can't even say his name. And it, it's, I love him. I love him. I know he's just a head, but he's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> head. To me, he's a full person. I, I just, you know, I'm earlier, right? So I only got him relatively recently. But uh, yeah, I've no, I, I've really enjoyed him as well. Your, you comment on the accent is poignant. That's, uh, I, I think that's hilarious because it takes me to my relatives over in the UK. It makes me think of them and his uh, kind of. Just comments already cracked me up. So if, if yeah. that continues, then that's going to make me like it even more. 
Yeah, it's. I don't know if you guys have noticed the detail, but his mouth is actually syncing to everything he's saying perfectly. So there's, wow. it's not just a, a head that's just chilling there with eyes or eye uh, open or whatever. It's uh, it's actually moving exactly, and he'll he'll help you in combat too. He'll say, "There's a guy behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, brother." Um, yeah. Yeah. Kratos says like that too. So if you spin the camera around while he's talking to Atreus, he it's perfect. You know, yep. animation like that. That level of detail is really great. Yep. All right, I'll be really quick on mine because um, I, I could once again go all day, but I am personally really into all mythologies, Roman, Greek, Egyptian, Norse, etc. So if you are anywhere somewhat interested in Norse mythology, and this is not the ridiculous Marvel Thor that you see because they've taken so many liberties and changed the stories, but um, God of War does a pretty good job explaining the basics of Norse mythology and the people you run into. As you play throughout the game, um, Mimir, as we were just talking about, will tell you all kinds of lore that happened in, um, in uh, Midgard and all the places before in Asgard, and he'll talk to you about each one of the characters. It's right on point. A lot of the characters that are introduced are straight out of the books and, and the mythology that exists, so that's really cool for me. That's one of the things that I loved a lot about God of War when it first started, um, And which kind of takes me to my next point. Um, to kind of see Kratos evolve from where he initially was just a Spartan on some of the PSP titles in God of War 1. It's really cool to see where he's come and you kind of see the pain that he goes through or has gone through and you kind of see as a father stuff that he doesn't want to pass on to a son. So if you have a son or a daughter for to a certain extent, you can kind of really see the parenting that's happening here and that's really important to me and that's to me that drives the actual story more than the actual story itself because to me the actual story itself is a bit off as far as what they're going through just to drop some ashes off um, and how they disrupt this entire world just for that. So um, that's really important to me. Um, the last the last thing is it's, it's really hard to ignore how pretty the game is and how it loads. I mean, I know a lot of people will give this game a perfect score just solely on graphics. And to an extent, I understand that. And to another extent, I don't because I think a lot of stuff gets glossed over because of how pretty it is. But for how long they spent um, and all the detail that goes into voice syncing, the enemies you fight, the, the main characters that you connect with and communicate with, um, it's just done so well. So this is one of those games you can almost use as like the game that has some really, really high production value. So for me, those are some of the best things. And lastly, it's just the combat. I mean, you can kind of fight the way you want. If you want to use your axe, if you want to use your hands, if you want to fight at a distance, if you want to fight up close, if you want to use Atreus, who's more of just like your 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 sidearm that really shoots everything, you can do that and you can throw enemies off. You can tear people apart versus just hitting them with numerous weapons and stun them. So there's so many things you can do and you can play the way you want to play versus the old God of Wars, which it was just, I think it was Square and X that you would just pound back to back to back to back just to get through the levels. Um, so those are my pros. So um, the thing I wanted to move on to next was just kind of... Um, some personal gripes um, that just just may be for the person that has yet to play this game. And also kind of some stuff just to remind people before you play this game and just really quick. I mean, what are some things that maybe you can mention as, as some good things that to remind persons be, people before playing it? Ains, why don't you start us off? Huh, I don't know. I, I would think that, uh, and I haven't finished the game, like we said, so I would think that I would say enjoy it. It is definitely one of those games that doesn't come along you know, all too often. It's a tremendous game. You can tell that they've spent the full four years plus making it. Um, they have confirmed that, uh, you know, another one is coming and Bert, you'll be happy if you didn't know they've confirmed it will still be in Norse mythology. Yep. Um, so that's, you know, that's really good news, but it's likely to be years away. Hell, by the time we get it, it may be a PlayStation five title. 
So, um, you know, enjoy this one, just like I said, and maybe that's just me, but uh, I'm just enjoying the hell out of it and uh, probably put a lot of time into it. Um, other than that, you guys would know more than me because uh, we, we've touched on a little bit, but about the prior God of Wars. Uh, I know a lot of people have said you don't really have to play the prior God of Wars to enjoy this one, um, but I'm, I haven't put a lot of time into the older God of Wars, so I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe you guys can comment on that. Yeah, well, so I've only um, played. Oh, go, ahead, yeah. go ahead, Bert. No, I was just going to mention my things really quick, and then you can close us out on this one. But to answer Ains's question really quick, so the previous God of Wars, one thing I do want to mention that this one really has a lot of is the first God of War is more of an introduction to Kratos um, and kind of the world of the mythology that it takes place in. This one feels a lot like that as well. It's more of an introduction as to who he's become and his son and who his son is, etc. And the world is, funny enough, really light when it comes to some of the bigger characters in Norse mythology. So I'm not going to jump into any further on that until we get to spoiler talk. But um, it feels a lot like God of War 1. Um, another thing I want to mention, and this is just things to keep in mind while you're playing, um, and this is not towards Ains because he collects everything that he sees, but <laughs> a lot of those collectibles that you're hunting out for, they don't really serve any purpose whatsoever aside from just collecting them and getting 100%. It's not going to help you or negatively affect you outside of just the XP that you can gain through certain areas. When you get towards the end of the game, you're going to have so much XP and you're going to have so much... Um, XP left over after you've already leveled up all your abilities. So if you're just doing it solely for XP basis, don't um, because you have a ton of things that you're going to be uh, uh, fully leveled up to. Also, the end game in this game is fantastic because there's some places that unlock that you couldn't go before. And you all the all the enemies do not fully level up to where you're at, but there are certain sections that you get to that they will be at a level five, six, seven, depending what you end up on. So there's still a challenge and there's still things to unlock after you play it. So if you're one of the people that is kind of unsure which way to go, do I just truck through the story or do I do side missions before that? Because at the end, there's nothing else to do. Don't worry, you're covered on those bases. Yeah. Um, as far as the collectibles go, I think you can sell them too. So yeah. you can, yeah, you can just get, you know, that's what they're there for. They're just like, here you go. Just give some extra money. Not that you ever really lack for tax over <laughs> because nope. it's coming out of your metaphorical butts, but <laughs> all over the place. Um, for me, I mean, the only gripe I would have I, is if you, this is your first PlayStation game. You know, a lot of people <laughs> went out and bought it. Don't play this first because you're going to be let down by almost everything <laughs> else. <laughs> All right. Because it sets such a high standard. You know, I, I mean, it's not perfect. It, it isn't. Let's be real. But, you know, you're going to say, you know, that Xbox person that's just getting this thing, you're going to be like, oh, man, this is a good game. And they're going to play everything else and be like, that was a little bit less. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just, just enjoy it. You know, the whole, the whole thing. I mean, I, I feel like, I rushed through it a little bit. Um, I did a lot of the quests. I did a lot of the side quests. I put a lot of hours into it. It seems like in a week. So <laughs> it's it's just 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 savor it because now, like I was talking to Bert about, I don't know what to play. I have so many games sitting on my Xbox or my PlayStation. I, I don't want to play anything because that's the only game I want to play. And thankfully, because of the end game content, I can go back and do that even though I'm getting extremely pissed off sometimes <laughs> playing some of this stuff is so damn hard. But it, it's it's just enjoy it. It's really a really well done game. 
Cool. Um, yeah, and I, I can echo exactly everything Dan's saying because I mean, um, another thing that's kind of weird that I'll add really quick is if you're the type of person that can sit through unlocking 100% of this game straight through, more power to you. I've actually had to take a break because I got a little burnt out with the number of things to do um, and move to like a PUBG game or just a little 2D shooter or something just to kind of make sense. So that's something to keep in mind. If you can get through 100%, more props to you because it's a big game. So be prepared to spend a lot of hours on it. Once again, quick five seconds. One, two, three, four, and five. So Dan, why don't you kick us off with some spoilers here as to what you thought about maybe the characters. We're not really talking too much about gameplay anymore, but about story, plot points, things you liked or didn't like throughout the story. What's What are your thoughts? Okay, so once I actually finished it, it was, you know, that, that ending to me, just starting from there and kind of making my way back, because that's kind of what, when I played it, it's kind of what, you know, w once I got to that point, um, towards the end, you finally reach that peak. You finally get to spread the ashes. Everything that happens there um, is, I mean, it's, it's one of those, not like a plot twist, but it just kind of blows your mind. It's like, oh, yeah, I was just doing that. That's crazy. And, you know, you start seeing the murals of everything. And, you know, that one that's covered up in the, in the, towel or the whatever the heck was on there and it kind of blows off and there's you know kratos laying in atreus's arms and you're just like man is this you know i thought that was going to happen immediately after that cutscene was uh, active instead you go up to the you know the peak you spread the ashes and now you've got you know your return home um yep. and it was it just the boss battles from the dragon to you know Gosh, all of them, man. I mean, it was just such a grand scale, you know, the 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 world tree and the and the chains underneath it. I don't know why that got to me so much. It, it really kind of blew my mind when you you know you have to turn this whole thing around, and it was ridiculously hard because of the puzzles. For me, anyway, I kept <laughs> getting smashed or cut into ribbons. But it's it's just, man. I still feel like I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, you have I will to. Say, I, I, yeah, I will now. Yeah, right. Uh, I went home and, you know, got back there and the setup for the next one, when Thor, I'm assuming that was him, yeah, shows up. Him. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it, I was just, I was like, man, there's gotta be some DLC for this game, right? They probably won't do that. Yeah. I don't know if they've ever announced any, so it's going to be in the next game. So I got to wait four years. <laughs> God damn it. You know, <laughs> and then, and then it's just everything in that game, the whole story of watching Kratos finally come around, you know, and become a different dad. I mean, it, 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 you know, it does, and what does this timeline, you know, kind of play out in? Is it like a week? Is it, you know, a couple of days? And that, you know, it just, it just seems like once you put it all together, it was really a very short period of time. And, um, I don't know. I'm ready for the next one tomorrow, right <laughs> yeah. now. I, it's it's amazing. It was just yeah. Amazing. So if uh, when you get to Thor, so just for everybody that um, has got there, so just as a reminder, you finish the game, and when you finish the game, it tells Atreus says many times we should go home, and there's actually a little side mission saying go home. When you go home, you wake up, and obviously Thor's there now. One of the things that um, to keep in mind is this is a dream that Atreus is have is having, and he says, or the game says, two years later. So at this point, Thor is there, um, and it kind of it, it's interesting because it, it'll throw you into the mythology of Norse mythology. And the biggest kicker for me at the end was finding out that Atreus's real name in the giant world is Loki. 
So if you know anything about Norse mythology or to an extent follow the Marvel comics that are going around, Loki is kind of Thor's brother because Odin takes him in under his arm as his adopted son. And so the, the thing is, is Loki's father is uh, known as kind of a, a, a giant that is well known, kind of the king of the giants. But um, Santa Monica kind of does a twist on it. It's his mother is actually the giant and his dad is Kratos, the god of war, etc. So he has all these extra powers. So I wonder if Santa Monica is going to take it into kind of like, obviously Kratos is going to die at some point and the, and the uh, mantle kind of gets handed off. I wonder if Odin is going to be taking Atreus under his arm and either that or Atreus's new arch enemy is going to be Thor. So once again, in the Norse mythology, Loki and Thor are like evil enemies, yet they're brothers in a certain kind of extent because Loki's always pushing things and tricking Thor numerous times. And you can kind of see Atreus battle with himself throughout this game and kind of wonder, should I be this powerful god or should I be one that helps people? Do I trick people? I mean, you see it throughout the story and never in my wildest dreams that I think that that I think throughout playing the game that his that he was going to be Loki. So um, to me, that was kind of mind blowing. The uh, one negative, and I didn't want to mention it during our main conversation that I found was um, that there's not really any mention of Thor throughout the game aside from the uh, the lore in the game. You don't see him at all. You never see his face. You see his kids. You kill his kids <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. But the whole time I wanted to see Odin show up somewhere or him just mention something or threaten Kratos or threaten Atreus or something or Thor do the same thing. We don't really see any of that. Um, and yeah. I mentioned it earlier. The first God of War does the exact same thing. You see a, a tease of Zeus. Your main enemy is uh, Ares and you don't really see any of the other gods too much. You see Poseidon kind of in the first God of War. So in this one's kind of the same thing. You don't really see a lot. Baldur is your main enemy and Baldur is Thor's brother. He's one of uh, Odin's son. And so it's really cool to see there. And Freya, a great character. That was a surprise midway through the game. You don't even have to spend 10 hours before you find out that the witch is actually Freya, who is uh, Baldur's uh, mother and Odin's uh, wife in, in, in Norse mythology. So that was really, really cool. I didn't really have too many issues with the story aside from that. It was really cool to see some of the trolls that uh, kind of do that. And the biggest thing for me is the Valkyrie, our, our amazing um, story twists in the Norse mythology and the way they implement them into the game as well. And that's another thing. Once you finish all the Valkyries, there is a little Easter egg there at the end to kind of tell you a little bit more about why the Valkyries are there and who they are led by. So have you done that yet? Um, Dan, I don't want to ruin that for you as well. I haven't got to that point yet. Okay. I've only got so, uh, a three or four of the, or two of the, two of the Valkyries actually killed. Now, bear in mind that most of my knowledge on North, Norse mythology comes from Thor and the Avengers movies. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that's going to be a large percentage yeah, of yeah. people, I think, you know, and also I just got done with Hellblade. So, there, you uh, know, you're kind of tying some different things here and there and trying to figure out how these all these things actually fit together. But it's really kind of piqued my interest in yep. wanting to go back and read up on actual Norse myth mythology, because, I've you know, I see it from all these different places in the media through the games, through the movies. And but I don't know the real, real story. So, yeah. you know, the Valkyries in the Thor movies are these, you know, women that are, you know, these incredible warriors that, you know, are, you know, fight for Odin and then they, they, they kill Hela and, you know, it's just, but that's such a tiny little bit, you know, so that's why, you know, when I, when I fight these Valkyries who are ridiculously hard, um, they, they're, it's, it's, I know something's coming, you know, and I just, it's, it's, 
it's so much good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've actually seen a lot of people tweet about that, that after playing God of War, they want to read more into Norse. And what I will tell mm -hmm. you, since you mentioned the Marvel universe, the Marvel Thor is very different from the actual Norse mythology. A lot of the same characters are there. You see Freya, you see Odin, you see Loki, um, you see uh, Thor, obviously, you see Heimdall and stuff like that that's in the movies. But the actual mythology is very different um, as to who they are. Surtur at the end of uh, Ragnarok, which is actually in Norse mythology, his role is still the same. But his uh, he's, you know, when you get to certain realms that I'll, I won't mention too much right now, his... his um, his worship area is there, which is really cool. Um, but they do a really good job. If you are wanting to stick more to the actual mythology versus the comics, God of War is a lot, a lot better for that, aside from the Loki character. Um, they kind of spun mm -hmm. that in there. So it's very interesting. Um, the, the Valkyrie are very similar. If, you, if you're into Christianity at all, they're very similar to kind of like angels, like Gabriel and all them and kind of what their role is. But their role is more to protect the underworld or... Uh, that realm uh, from that getting out of hand. So they're, they're done really, really, really well. Um, yeah, so, okay, uh, uh, we're, we're going over, as I expected we would, because there's so much to talk about in this game. Right. But um, I hope everyone has kind of enjoyed it. Um, it's it's an amazing game. Uh, once again, we're not here to give you a review score. I think we can all say you must play this game, um, even if uh, you're not into the single-player story content. It's something that you have to at least see. So um, I hope you enjoyed listening to us, guys. Once again, thanks, Dan, for joining us from Digital Hoarders. Um, Ains had to drop off early because he didn't want to have the game ruined for him. And uh, he does move at a slower pace than us, even though we both can kind of say we moved a little too fast, which would have soaked most, most <laughs> of it in. But uh, thanks for listening. We will be talking about more games as they come out, and we kind of share what our thoughts are on them. So thanks again for joining us on the Season Gaming Conversations.